It's now time for the Rural News with Sally Murphy. Kia ora, Sally. Kiwi fruit are being recalled. That's right. Punnets have been recalled in the US over listeria concerns. Zespri says the fruit has been tracked back to two orchards, so all the fruit from them is now on hold, which accounts for about 3,400 trays. Kim Moody has more. Produce company Opie put out the voluntary recall through the US Food and Drug Administration yesterday. It says all one-pound punnets of organic green kiwi fruit bearing the Zespri brand in 14 states should not be consumed after routine sampling by the Kentucky Department for Public Health found traces of listeria. The bacteria can cause serious and sometimes fatal infections in young children, frail or elderly people and others with weakened immune systems. Zespri says it has traced the fruit through the supply chain to two orchards in different regions in New Zealand. It says all fruit from these orchards has been put on hold that's about 3,400 trays. The recall itself affects 500 trays. No illnesses have been reported so far. A Waikato dairy farmer says many are feeling blindsided by Fonterra's latest forecast milk price drop. The co-op downgraded its forecast by a dollar last week to a new midpoint of $7 a kilo of milk solids, which is below the cost of production for many farmers. Falling global dairy prices and softer demand from our key market China are behind the revision. Matthew Zonderop, a 50-50 share milker in Waikato, says farmers have been watching prices fall at the global dairy trade auction, but no one was expecting a full dollar drop. The communication from Fonterra back to its farmers was pretty poor. Considering what they are talking about, you know, with the likes of Nestle and Mars coming on board to be major buyers for Fonterra, that they want the best milk in the world and we deliver the best milk in the world, obviously that they're still not prepared to front up with with the money that, that they're promising. He says farmers have been busy revising their budgets, major things like herd testing will be cancelled and feed and fertiliser budgets will be slashed. They're gutted, really, to be honest. They're staring down the barrel of a non-profit year. There'll be a lot of guys not making any money at all with a break-even milk price of $8.40 from Ag First Latest Economic Data is that it's very grim out there. This is not just for the dairy sector. This will play out throughout the entire ag sector. So we can't really stress the the importance of how important agriculture has been for New Zealand because if I'm not putting in as much crop as I normally would because basically the, the cost of putting in the crop, that means the grain guys aren't making as much money. So, you know, just the on-flow effects are massive for the rural communities around New Zealand. Fonterra says the Farmgate milk price is based on prices achieved at the global dairy trade auction and the co-op always communicates the results back to farmers so they can see how prices are trending. It says since it released the forecast milk price for this season back in May, whole milk powder prices have fallen 12%. Debt, interest rates and regulations are behind record low farmer confidence. Federated Farmers' latest survey of about a 1,000 farmers found they're facing an unprecedented level of regulatory change that is heaping on costs, undermining profitability and creating huge uncertainty. President Wayne Langford says unfortunately all of these challenges have arrived at the same time, which just compounds the pressure farmers are feeling and it's not sustainable. Mr Langford says there are real concerns about farmer well-being and what this might mean for farming 
farming families, rural communities and the wider New Zealand economy. He says what's even more concerning is that the survey was done before Fonterra's latest milk price forecast drop. To other news, a wired-up-a ram breeder is hopeful nudie sheep will strip sheep farmers of the financial burden of shearing wool. The breed, which is hairy instead of woolen, are bred, fr- are bred here from UK-imported sperm and embryos. Earlier this year, breeder Derek Daniel of Wairere Rams sold 77 purebred nudie ram lambs and 53 first crosses at an auction in Masterton. He says while it takes time to transition to woolless sheep, with low wool prices it's a good time for farmers to start considering it. At the moment, farmers are absorbing a a small penalty for having wool on their sheep. Wool used to be 60% of hill country farmers' income 45 years ago. Now it's about 5%. But it'd be great if we could get wool making up 30% of gross farm income again. Then, Then it would be worth farming sheep with wool. Unfortunate thing is, making a transition to nudies I mean, a first cross, then a second cross, and it's probably the third cross before you don't have to do any work around a fleece, etc. So that's the issue. It takes time. So that's why most people won't go at it immediately. Even for us, it's going to take time to build up a population of purebreds because we've got to done another big embryo transfer this year, and we will do another one next year, and we're just looking to multiply as fast as we can. Derek Daniel says they should have 120 purebred nudies and 60 half-nudie lambs for sale next autumn. Bad weather and disease meant some olive growers abandoned harvest altogether this season. Growers have been crunching the numbers from the season, which runs from March through to late July. Olive's New Zealand Executive Officer Emma Glover says heavy rain, low sunshine hours and Cyclone Gabriel has resulted in lower yields this year. What we're finding, um, because of wet, there's been a lot more disease in the trees um, pre-harvest. So smaller growers just haven't haven't bothered harvesting this year. Um, The the cost just wasn't worth it when they've had low volume of product. So that's, I guess, where it's fallen out, um, which is really just, you know, really disappointing. But it's just been tough. And Emma Glover says the lower yields means less New Zealand olive oil will be produced this year. Procurement competition for beef is beginning to counteract the downturn in overseas markets. Prices have been softer due to Australian beef flooding the market and weaker demand from China. AgriHQ senior analyst Mel Crowe says processes have cleared a small backlog of cattle and now schedules have actually lifted slightly. Cow prices remain steady but there is still quite a wide range uh, on offer just depending uh, basically on location really. One big key question going forward is just how many cattle will come out of the woodwork, uh, particularly through that spring um, processing season. If we look at the store cattle front, it, look, it's just been another quiet week over the last 10 or so days. Feed is just starting to get winter tight uh, in the North Island and that's just keeping buyers on the sidelines. But in the South Island, feed's keeping the store market really active uh, and actually finding cattle uh, to meet that demand has been the problem there. 
That's Mel Crode. And just lastly, following successful trials in the South Island, the government is planning to extend pastoral care for the workers it sends into orchards and vineyards. The Ministry for Social Development's Seasonal Work Scheme gives people on the job seeker benefit, financial incentives and support to start seasonal horticulture work. A training provider was contracted to offer pastoral care in central Otago this year, ensuring the workers had everything they needed as they transitioned into the jobs. Ministry spokesperson Jackie Harrison says the support was offered at the peak of the harvest, so it also took weight off growers' shoulders. You're not psychologists. You can't help with the mental health issues that all of the staff had or came with. Southern region, we implemented pastoral care. We're going to review it because it's only just finished. It's highly successful. We're going to look at doing it again for us. And then I'll report that through into our MSD national office and see what we can do nationally because we need to find a provider that can actually do that for us. It's definitely worth it. Jackie Harrison says the scheme has been successful to date with people often returning for a second season. And that's the rural news for today. Kia pai tera. Thank you very much, Sally.